0: All right, folks, shalom and welcome to my sukkah. That's right, this is Yishai Fleischer, the Ishai Fleischer Show. You're a part of it wherever you are. And uh, right now I am looking up at my sukkah, at my schach, within my sukkah. Can you say the word schach? Schach, that's the uh, semi-permeable vegetation-based uh, roofing that we put around our sukkah. Uh, and I'm looking up at it right now and... Truth is, it's been a very, very busy week. This holiday of Sukkot, uh, in, in, uh, in English they call it the Festival of Booths or the Festival of Tabernacles, uh, but we call it Sukkot. It is a very, very happy time in the Jewish calendar, but also a very busy time here in Israel with just tons of events, 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 and things that uh, that I have to be part of, including a lot of people coming in from outside of the land of Israel, to the land, to tour Hebron, to see Eretz Israel, to see Yerushalayim. And there's just a lot of events. There's just a lot of things happening. And so I had the, uh, uh, the great schut, the great uh, honor of uh, uh, also doing all kinds of uh, important stuff and also being uh, an Abba, a father, and taking my kids out, including yesterday Jerusalem, going to the priestly blessing, eating at my friend's, the priestly blessing is when uh, tens of thousands of people gathered to uh, receive the blessings from priests, uh, from the Kohanim. And then we went and we ate at the Sukkah, a good friend, uh, in the old city, um, and then participated in the uh, parade of the uh, Gentiles who come to fulfill uh, the verse in chapter 14 of the book of uh, Zechariah, of Zechariah, that the Gentiles will come on the Feast of Sukkot, um, on the Festival of Sukkot, and um, pay homage to the God of Israel. And uh, today there's a parade like that. And that parade is is filled with a lot of really uh, loving people who, who spend their hard-earned money to come to the land of Israel uh, and to be part of this um, rite, which is a rebirth of... Both Israel and then Israel and the nations. And the nations want to be part of... um, They see God, they see what he's doing, and they want to be part of his redemptive process. So it was really, really fun and special. Um, As I'm looking up in my schach, I got a lot of thoughts about the schach itself and what the sukkah stands for. And I'm going to get to that in just a minute. But before we do, before I I talk about how I understand sukkot and the schach... Today's show, uh, which is sponsored by all kinds of good folks, including JewishPress.com and JNS.org, uh, great sites uh, of knowledge of what's happening in Israel today, uh, and also the Jewish community of Hebron, which hosted tens of thousands of people, and you could uh, be part of that story through HebronFund.org. And also the Temple Mount, which, is, which was hopping during the holiday, with uh Shacharit, with morning times, with afternoon times, mincha times uh open, and just really also ten thousands of people, tens of thousands of people visiting and coming to the closest place uh that we can touch in our corporeal world, we can touch uh, God's presence. And you can get closer to that through High on the Har, uh, mm-hmm. high on the dot com. High on the har H A R at the end there. High on the dot com. So that's Jewish that's that's uh Hebronfund dot org and high the dot com. Uh, so the show is sponsored by good folks, uh, and one of our uh, beloved, you know, regulars is Rabbi Shimshon Nadel, and uh, and from his Sukkah, uh, he was able to uh, get a segment out, even though he's just as busy as I am during these holidays and uh, and with all the commandments and with all the kid stuff and with uh, the hiking around, uh, he's got a segment for us about how the holiday of Sukkot relates to the concept of Jewish unity. Here's Rabbi Shemshon Nadel.
1: Shalom Yishai. Sukkot is the Feast of Booths, the in-gathering festival, the time of our rejoicing. But it's also the holiday of unity. And it comes this year at a time when the Jewish people here in the state of Israel, are so divided, fractured, and in some real need of real unity. The sukkah has a maximal height. The Mishnah teaches a sukkah taller than 20 amot, about 30 feet, is invalid. But there is no limit to the width of the sukkah. It can be as wide as you like, as large as you want. Why? Because there is a place for everyone inside of the sukkah. While the Talmud teaches that a person cannot fulfill his obligation on the first day of the festival with a lulav of another, he may fulfill his obligation with the sukkah of another. As the verse states, all citizens of Israel shall reside in Sukkot. The Talmud teaches that all of the Jewish people, the entire nation, are fit to reside in one sukkah. Just imagine that for a moment, the entire Jewish people in one sukkah. The Arbat named the four species that we take over the holiday of Sukkot, also express this idea of unity. A famous Midrash teaches that the lulav, which comes from a date palm, a tree that bears fruit and has taste, represents someone steeped in Torah. The sweet-smelling myrtle, the Hadassim, represent one who excels in performing good deeds, but does not have Torah. The etrog, which is both fragrant and has a taste, represents someone who is both exemplary in Torah and good deeds. And the willow, which has neither taste nor scent, represents the simple individual who has neither Torah nor good deeds. And what do we do with them? What do we do with these four species? We bring them all together, bringing together, so to speak, Jews of all kinds, all backgrounds, all stripes and colors. Sukkot is Chag HaAsif, the in festival. It's celebrated at a time when the produce of the field and the orchard and the vineyard is gathered into the granaries and the threshing floors and the wine and olive presses. We, as a people, gather together at the time of year when we gather up the produce of the field. But Sukkot is not just about Jewish unity. Sukkot is the holiday of universalism, the big tent so to speak. The Talmud teaches that the 70 bulls brought in the Holy Temple in Jerusalem during the week of Sukkot correspond to the 70 nations of the world. As Rashi explains, they are offered up to ask God to bless the entire world with rain. While we celebrate our relationship with God, that love, that intimacy, we also accept responsibility and care and concern for the entire world. The Haftorah read on the first day of Sukkot is Zechariah chapter 14, an incredible passage which foretells a time when all of the nations of the world will make pilgrimages to Jerusalem each and every year to celebrate the holiday of Sukkot together. On Wednesday, here in Jerusalem, thousands of delegates from over 50 countries across the globe marched through her streets expressing their love for Israel and Zion Fulfilling the words of the prophet, it was incredible to witness. We live during complicated times, challenging times, confusing times, yes. But we also live during miraculous times, prophetic times. We live at a unique moment in history. And it's our responsibility to work together as a people and as one nation to continue building this great gift, the modern miracle that is Medinat Yisrael. Wishing all of the listeners a Chag Sameach from Jerusalem.
0: Okay, Rabbi Shimshon, thank you so much for that. Jewish unity, not an easy concept, not always an easy concept, and sometimes um, we have to find the unity in the disunity. Sometimes we have to find that that it doesn't always go very smoothly. Um, But when we bind those uh, four parts together of the Lulav, Lulav and the Trug, we really yearn for the differences within us to come together. Uh, and so there's harmony and disharmony. And that is um a, a little bit of, you know, a Taoist type of idea, which is, you know, even the cracked cup is the imperfect cup is actually perfect. Um In any case... I also want to thank the good folks at uh, Retro watch Guy and uh, the RetroWatchGuy.com folks have made Aliyah. They're making it in the land of Israel, just got a report, and they're keeping their business going and they're making cool uh, watch, bringing you cool watches from the past that are alive today. So that's RetroWatchGuy.com. Uh, the good folks at Kosher Kosher uh, Cycling, which is KosherCycleTours.com. That's right. My son Elazar is with me in the Sukkah. Having some d- delicious, uh, what is it that you made, Elza, over there? What's that called? Strawberry milkshake. Strawberry milkshake that you judged in the Ninja. Ninja blender. Ninja, ninja blender. blender. Yes, then you're you're you you yourself are a Ninja blender. You're a great Ninja blender, and so thank you for reminding me about KosherCycleTours.com, uh, and our good friends, of course, at probationpickle.co.il, making everything so delightful uh, and delicious for us uh, in kosher style. Not kosher style. Kosher and in style. That's right. That's uh, you got to remember. There's a problem with kosher style. We're not kosher style around here, We're, but we are koshering in style. So Ben Bresky, our uh, intrepid reporter, is also uh, he brings to the fore the past, and today he's got something that brings us back a little bit towards Yom Kippur, which is uh, a famous story by Yudlamed Peretz. That story is about the rabbi, and the slichot. And as we're culminating here in Sukkot, this multi, like a month-long process of tshuva, repentance, repentance. It's good to go back one step uh, towards Yom Kippur. Remember what this process is all about. Here's Ben Bresky.
2: If Not Higher by Isaac Lieb Peretz Translated from Yiddish by Helena Frank 1906 And the Rebbe of Nemirov every Friday morning early at Sleekha's time disappeared, melted into thin air. He was not to be found anywhere, either in the synagogue or in the two houses of study or worshipping in some minyan, and most certainly not at home. His door stood open. People went in and out as they pleased. No one ever stole anything from the Rebbe. But there was not a soul in the house. Where can the Rebbe be? Where should he be if not in heaven? Is it likely a Rebbe should have no affairs on hand with the solemn days so near? Jews, no evil eye, need a livelihood, peace, health, Successful matchmakings, they wish to be good and pious, and their sins are great, and the Satan with his thousand eyes spies out the world from one end to the other, and he sees and accuses, and tells tales, and who should help if not the Rebbe. So thought the people. Once, however, there came a Lithuanian, and he laughed, You know the Lithuanian Jews. They rather despise books of devotion but stuff themselves with the Talmud and the codes. Well, the Lithuanian points out a special bit of the Gemara and hopes it is plain enough even Moses our teacher could not ascend into heaven but remain suspended 30 inches below it. And who, I ask you, is going to argue with a Lithuanian? What becomes of the Rebbe? I don't know and I don't care, he said, shrugging his shoulders, and all the while, what it is to be a Lithuanian, determined to find out. That very same evening, soon after prayers, the Lithuanian steals into the Rebbe's room, lays himself down under the Rebbe's bed, and lies low. He intends to stay there all night to find out where the Rebbe goes and what he does at slichas time, Another in his place would have dozed and slept the time away. Not so a Lithuanian. He learned a whole treatise of the Talmud by heart. Day had not broken when he hears the call to prayer. The Rebbe has been awake for some time. The Lithuanian has heard him sighing and groaning for a whole hour. Whoever has heard the groaning of the Nemerover Rebbe knows what sorrow for all Israel, what distress of mind found voice in every groan. The soul that heard was dissolved in grief, but the heart of a Lithuanian is of cast iron. The Lithuanian hears and lies still. The Rebbe lies still too. The Rebbe long life to him upon the bed, and the Lithuanian under the bed. After that, the Lithuanian hears the beds of the house squeak. The people jump out of them. A Jewish word is spoken now and again. Water is poured on the fingers. A door is open here and there. Then the people leave the house. Once more it is quiet and dark. Only a very little moonlight comes in through the shutter. He confessed afterwards, did the Lithuanian, that when he found himself alone with the Rebbe, terror took hold of him. He grew cold all over, and the roots of his earlocks pricked his temples like needles. An excellent joke, to be left alone with the Rebbe at Sleika's time before dawn. But a Lithuanian is dogged. He quivers and quakes like a fish, but he does not budge. At last the Rebbe, long life to him, rises in his turn first he does what beseems a jew then he goes to the wardrobe and takes out a packet which proves to be the dress of a peasant linen trousers high boots a pelisse a wide felt hat and a broad leather belt studded with brass nails the rebbe puts them on out of the pockets of the pelisse dangles the end of a thick cord a peasant's cord On his way out, the Rebbe stops aside into the kitchen, stoops, takes a hatchet from under a bed, puts it in his belt, and leaves the house. The Lithuanian trembles, but he persists. A fearful solemn-day hush broods over the dark streets, broken not unfrequently by a cry of supplication from some little minion or the moan of some sick person behind a window. The Rebbe keeps to the side street and walks in the shadow of the houses. He glides from one to the other, the Lithuanian after him, and the Lithuanian hears the sound of his own heartbeats mingled with the heavy footfall of the Rebbe, but he follows on, and together they emerge from the town. Behind the town stands a little wood. The Rebbe, long life to him, enters it. He walks on thirty or forty paces, and then he stops beside a small tree. And the Lithuanian, with amaze, sees the Rebbe take his hatchet and strike the tree. He sees the Rebbe strike blow after blow. He hears the tree creak and snap, and the little tree falls, and the Rebbe splits it up into logs, and the logs into splinters. Then he makes a bundle, binds it round with the cord, throws it on his shoulder, replaces the hatchet in his belt, leaves the wood, and goes back into town. In one of the back streets, he stops beside a poor tumble-down little house and taps at the window. Who is there? cries a frightened voice within. The Lithuanian knows it to be the voice of a Jewess, a sick Jewess. I, answers the Rebbe, in the peasant tongue. Who is I? inquires the voice further. And the Rebbe answers again in the little Russian speech. Vassal. Which vassal? And what do you want, vassal? I have wood to sell, says the pretend peasant, very cheap for next to nothing. And without further ado, he goes in. The Lithuanian steals behind him and sees in the gray light of dawn a poor room with poor broken furniture. In the bed lies a sick Jewess huddled in rags who says bitterly, Wood to sell, and where am I, a poor widow, to get the money from which to buy it? I will give you six groschen worth on credit, And how am I ever to repay you, groans the old woman. The Rebbe says, See here, you are a poor sick Jewess, and I, willing to trust you with a little bundle of wood, I believe in time you will repay me. And you, you have such a great and mighty God, do you not trust in him, not even for the amount of six groschen for a little bundle of wood? And who will light the stove, says the widow? I will also light the stove for you, said the Rebbe. And the Rebbe, while he laid the wood in the stove, Repeated the first part of Slichis, and then, when the stove was alight and the wood crackled cheerily, he repeated more gaily the second part of Slichis. He repeated the third part when the fire had burnt and he shut the stove doors. The Lithuanian, who saw all this, remained with the Rebbe as one of his followers. And later, when anyone told how the Rebbe early every morning at Slicha's time raised himself and flew up into heaven, the Lithuanian, instead of mocking, added quietly, if not higher.
0: That was touching. And let's use a Hebrew word now. That was meragesh. Meragesh. That touched me. Thank you very much, Ben Bresky, uh, for that great story. Uh, and uh, we, with all the joy of Sukkot, it comes on the heels of getting cleansed, uh, first, crowning God King on Rosh Hashanah, then getting cleansed from our personal and national sins on Yom Kippur, and finally, Sukkot, the time of joy. But as I'm recording this, this is the eve of uh, Hoshana Rabbah, which according to the Kabbalah is the very last day uh, of repentance. And tonight we wish each other a good Kvital or a Pitkatava. Either in, in both cases, it means a good note. May the, uh, may the, may the angels that, get, that receive the instructions receive a good note. It can still change until that note is written. The decrees can still change. So, bezrat Hashem. Folks, as I'm sitting here in Eretz Yisrael, inside of my sukkah, uh, I think about uh, folks all over the world. And when you walk into that sukkah, you are walking into Eretz Yisrael, and so, when you walk into a sukkah in Eretz Israel, you're walking into a sukkah that's that's like Jerusalem, right? It's like Jerusalem because if if outside of the land of Israel the sukkah is Eretz Israel, then inside Eretz Israel, the sukkah is another level of holiness, which is Jerusalem. And then if you go to a sukkah in in Jerusalem, or let's say the Old City, then you're really going into the Holy of Holies. And then if you go on the Temple Mount, then you're really touching uh, you're re- you're really touching the the source of God's connection to this world, which is uh, where the Holy of Holies stood and where the foundation stone is today. And so we're all, we're all rising up one level of holiness. As I look up in the schach, uh, which is that semi-permeable plant-based uh, roof that we use for our sukkah, uh, I'm reminded of uh, metaphors that I think that the, that the schach stands for. I think it stands um, for earth. Because it is plant-based, it's detached, and and it's kind of semi-permeable, and it's like it's as though there is earth above us. And the reason I say that is because there are a few things that have earth above them. One of them is the seed. A seed is in the ground, and tomorrow on Shmini Atzeret we're going to be praying for the last day of this of this of this of this holiday season. A separate holiday from Sukkot, but a related one, is Shmini Atzeret. We're going to be praying for the rain. And this whole holiday is about water. And as we uh, sit here, underneath the schach, we, we, we are basically saying to God, we are a seed. We are a seed. Help us grow this year. Help us come out of our limitations, break out from the ground, and come out into the air of the world. Uh, and so too, the semi-permeable um, schach is like the womb. And we are... We are uh gestating here inside the sukkah and again same idea like let us be born this year and come out into 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 the light of the world and live and so too even on a on a at the end of the life cycle the very end of it all is the resurrection of the dead and so we are like dead here inside the sukkah and we're saying God give us our soul back let us rise through break through the sukkah, and Thanks. and start our life this year uh, with strength. And uh, when you have children, you bless them really for, uh, for a good year of education, of growth, uh, of physical health, of physical growth. And um, with, when you're looking at your children, like I'm looking at my Elazar right now, you see the sukkah, you also see the chuppah. You see the chuppah and you think to yourself, you know, I bless my child to go under that chuppah and to get married. And to have children himself, and to do what I do for my kids, which is sleep with them in the sukkah here, you know, and take them out on the on these on these uh, you know on great uh, travel days, and uh, you know parent them and grow them and raise them, and we do it generation after generation. That's also part of being a seed, right? You grow up into a tree, you put down uh, uh, roots, and then you uh, also want to see little sproutlings uh, keep in that tradition, keeping that tradition going. So that's Sukkot. It's, a life, it's like the ultimate life cycle. It's got birth. It's got, uh, it's got uh, rebirth, a resurrection of the dead. And uh, it's, it's a blessing for the water, which is a symbol for that God is with us throughout the year. We're about to enter the winter season, and we need God to be with us. And certainly in Israel, the state of, it's a tumultuous time. And so we really ask Hashem to help us get through this time. And to be able to fulfill his dream and his vision for this world. All right, folks, I do want to thank Yochevet Simon, Moshe Herman, Ben Bresky, Tabitha. And Tabitha's got a lot going on in the Sukkot, so she's, uh, she's pulling extra weight right now to get the show out. And Lou, when we're live, I want to bless all of them for a continued great year and to thank them for their teamwork. I want to bless all of you. Uh, tomorrow in Shemini at we do two things. We pray for rain. We also celebrate the end of cycle of the Torah and we start in the beginning and may uh, we start with good beginnings this year may we yearn, maybe may we merit we yearn of course, but may we merit to uh, complete the Torah cycle again and again uh, and grow through that uh, and raise our children in that direction as well. Lots of love to you my friends, wherever you are, stay tuned stay connected, stay part of the story and stay blessed, because you are blessed if you love Israel, if you bless Israel it blesses you right back. The God of Israel, uh, He is looking at us peering through the latticework as He does through the schach, uh, and sends us uh, His blessings. And right now it's a time of His revelation. He is peering through that latticework. We can see Him back through the advent of the return of the Jewish people to the land of Israel and the rebirth of the state of Israel. And it is a great time of revelation. May we see it full, fully, fully uh, revealed in the building of the third temple in Jerusalem. Amen. God bless you folks wherever you are. Thanks again. Stay tuned, stay connected, stay part of the story, and shalom.